Uh, welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the amateur sports, amateur politics, and live with disability podcast. It's your main man, it's the Crazy Dre, the Crazy Dre Podcast, Crazy Crockett, aka Andres Podcast. Brought to you by no one, anyone, or whatever I want to say. I'd like to thank everyone out there that's listening to the podcast. I'd like to thank. Ron, that was here earlier this weekend. Uh, we talked about struggles with disabilities and so on. That will air Monday as, as, as well as this one. Uh, this one is going to be more about sports, sports, and more sports. And I'd like to thank my buddy Sean, who's a little under the weather here again. Yeah, sorry if my voice is not as good as it usually is, but we're glad to be here. Happy Sunday. Happening opening weekend of NFL football and week two of college football. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a crazy weekend. Not as crazy as the first weekend with Colorado upsetting TCU. Uh, Mr. Sanders is uh, primetime himself, is doing something that most people wouldn't ever imagine. But we'll get to that in a minute or two or a couple minutes. But there's two things I want to get over with. The U.S. Open in tennis, Mr. Novik Dejovic has won his 36th win at the U.S. Open in his 24th major. He is the oldest man in his era to win a major or to win a U.S. Open versus Danny Many of you, I think that's what I'm saying is right. He beats them six three seven six six three three straight sets. I grew up playing tennis when I wasn't playing basketball or playing football in the backyard or baseball in the backyard. So tennis to me is a little bit got a soft spot for my heart. Uh, Mr. Dujovic. Uh, one of the greatest. Can't say much more about him. Don't know much about him. Tennis in this era is a little different than it was in my past. With back in the nineties with Jim Courier and and Pete Sampras and and J- Jimmy Commerce and 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 John McEnroe and all those people back in the day was much more to me much more competitive within five four tennis players instead of two. I don't know if Sean knows anything about tennis. you play tennis? I don't know much about tennis other than a former girlfriend played and was pretty good in high school and college. She played college ball. Yeah. Or college, whatever racket, whatever you want to call it, tennis. So, yeah, it's one of those you have to have a It's good a hard sport, though. You got balls coming at you at 90 miles an hour. Yeah, and you have to have good, great eye-hand coordination. You have to have good footing. Can't overrun the ball because it's going to hit you. In the, I think in that's the why it's so amazing that this golf girl at less than 18 years old is as good as she is. Which girl are you talking about? The golf, G-A-U-F-F. She's going to be better than the Serena sisters. Oh, yeah, right. You're right. She is. Yeah, she's phenomenal. She's she's a Tiger Woods of. Prodigy. She's a prodigy child. She's basically Tiger Woods of golf. Yeah, she's going. If she don't win at least five majors in her era or her time as a pro, I'd be very surprised. She's already ranked six in the country. Yeah. Or yeah. that might be six in the world. Yeah, six in the world. Af- so 
not even me 18. Tennis, you can start. Uh, the one thing about tennis is that you just need one other person to play with you. Uh, you don't need to be a team guy or team girl. You can play on your own. And and if you become real good at it, it's a very great sport to get into if you don't like team sports or team efforts. Uh, I'm going to touch a little bit on Major League Baseball. The Yankees finally beat the Brewers. However, this is a unique stat. Both teams had hitless innings up to the 11th. And then at the top of the 13th, the Yankees went and beat the Brewers. So doesn't say much for the Brewers to lose to the Yankees because the Yankees are not that good. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The Brewers are still going to win the division. Exactly. They're still but, up two and a half games, and they're still going to be in the playoffs while the Yankees aren't. So well, they had a bad day. Well, everyone has a bad day. But baseball, it's very difficult to know who's going to win or lose because I don't think pitching is as good as the hitters are. And But you'd rather be a, on the Brewers team than the Yankees this year, right? Because you're going well, to the playoffs. Of course. Of course. I mean, and you will have a new coach next year. Aaron Boone will be gone. Yeah, I don't know who's going to get that job. And they have a new GM next year, too. And Rizzo will probably be gone because I don't think Rizzo likes Yankee land. Even though he can hit a home run off. Should you get rid of Rizzo and you bring on Otani in? I don't think Otani. I don't know. I don't know if Otani would go to New York. I don't think there's enough money in New York right now with Aaron Judge and all that. And Staten. I mean, I just don't see it, right? I think what the Yankees will do first is buy pitchers. Because they need pitchers. Then he's starting pitchers besides David Cole. No, not David Cole. What's his name? Garrett Cole. He's Garrett. 33 years old. He's the only one on the team that has had a good season. I mean, but you still can't take away from that no-hitter of Serrano, but he's like, what, 2-8? Two and, two and eight? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't say much about the Yankees. I know Detroit won today against the White Sox, 3-2, the rookie Pitcher came through. Is that Olsen again? No, no, no. No, this first starter. Let me do this. The starter. So they got 66 wins now. That's three away from... Well, you need four wins. Yeah, I need four wins. So, here we go. Let me go through this little stat. So... So, I know it's... Spencer Torkison hit a two-run home run. So is he at 27 or 28 home I runs think out? he's at 27. Let me check. Hmm. Well, now I just have to go through this whole feminine jank. Well, anyway, the Tigers are four games away from winning, and the White Sox lost. So, so it looks like this kid named Lon, he's a rookie, first start uh, from, and I don't know. I should have looked this up before going after us. But Tigers win. I'm three ways, three or four games away from winning my season bet that the, Yank, that the Tigers would win over 70 games. So that's the great thing about this whole thing. Uh, a little side note, Astros, Tucker has two triples in one inning. First time done in since 1961. 
So that's amazing. Um, anything else you want to talk about baseball? Not much on baseball. I mean, there's less than 18 games left. I mean, the season comes to an end on the 30th or October 1st. And we'll touch on this a little bit more. I mean, there's obviously the wild cards, but they're still the same teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. Arizona, Miami, Cincinnati. And then in the other part, it's Seattle. And that's about it. Okay. In Texas. And but Texas. We'll of worry course, about that in the next episode. In Texas is floppy flop, whatever you want to call it. They've been playing good, not playing good. They're losing games, not winning games, or they should. It's just on and on. So, let's talk about college football. Where to start? I don't know. You want to start at home or are you going to go back with prime time? I think we're going to have to talk about Sean's favorite team, and unfortunately his team is going through hell and back with new allegations. And for anybody that doesn't know this, um, it's actually a very touchy subject, but at the same time, I actually did an interview tonight at my restaurant at Pepino's, and my boss, Cam, which I love her to death, and I think Liz was a little bit worried about it because she also wanted us to represent it, but, I mean, I didn't wear anything that was affiliated with Pepino's, and anybody that loves knows me, usually I am a little animated about sports, but... I looked at this as two different atmospheres. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, of course, with I've admitted that I've had the DUIs. I've admitted that I ran from my problems and I'm trying to fix them now and I'm nine months sober. But basically, Tucker is officially has allegations of sexual harassment and Say his first name and the coach. Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker from Michigan State, the head coach, came in three years ago, two years, two years ago. Three years ago from Tuck, Colorado, was t- highly pick. recommended by Mark D'Antonio because he was an assistant coach before. And now take this into consideration. It's only been two or three years since the, the Nasser situation. Anybody doesn't know about that. Nasser is the one that was on Michigan State campus that was doing the whole – Olympic stuff, and there was sexual harassment, and he's in jail for life. Michigan State does not have a lot of positives right now. And this is my alumni, and it kills me to say this. We really don't have a lot of positives. Between Nasser, between the horrible shooting in February 14th of last year, then we got to go back to the college football last year of being assholes at Ann Arbor. And starting the fight, that was 100% Michigan State's fault. I don't care if still to this point that Michigan doesn't have a two different entrances. You still got to have integrity. Um, sexual harassment, there's no integrity. Um, I think I've said this multiple times. I haven't liked Melvin Tucker since the beginning. I don't think he should have ever got the $96 million contract. Uh, this year is the... T- is even more proven because he, this is finally his year of whatever. And I don't know, he must have done something right to get Kenneth Walker to transfer from Wake Forest. But the only problem is this year we lost Pat Thorne and we lost Keenan Coleman and he's going to go dominate at Florida State. 
But I actually did it, like I said, I, to look at this other point of view. Mel Tucker, if he is guilty, it looks really, really bad for Michigan State. And I only want to send out prayers to the the, the, vi- the, victim. the victim. And her name was uh, uh, Brianda Tracy. And, Brianna Tracy. And she actually suffered through another previous sexual assault or sexual uh, harassment in, in her past. And she was there to to create awareness of sexual harassment. And I guess she came by in 2021 and to the Michigan State campus and Tucker made advances to her. And they somehow, I first of all, I don't know why. He must have made conversation with her, and I don't understand why they were talking on the phone personally, one-on-one. That's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. But Well, what okay, what happened is that she made a contact with Michigan State. She went to the school. They made contact. Tucker and Miss Tracy had a conversation. I'm sure Mel thought that he had a good or end with her. Um, made a couple of flurry moves. She wasn't advancing into those moves. Which, look, put a pause on this for a second. It's completely wrong because Mel Tucker is married. So, yeah. first of all, Mel Tucker is married. And he yeah. shouldn't be making an advancements on anybody. I don't give a shit if it's somebody that's already been harassed or whatever. And this is what makes this even a worse situation. Yeah, she wasn't harassed. So, she's already been harassed once, and it's probably more than what Tucker did. Tucker, obviously, for anybody that doesn't know this, this was a phone call. And he was jerking off his winky and making long, inappropriate sounds while they were having a conversation. This girl has probably already been sexually assaulted before. She doesn't need this. She probably was finally starting to get past the traumatized of her sexual harassment. Now she has to relive this all over again. Yeah, I I don't. Right? I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm not I, wrong. One thing, you're right. You don't go around and try to be smooth and try to make a move. On any other girl, and I know it happens everywhere in sports, but to be to do it to someone that has been sexually assaulted, and you know that she's there to discuss harassment to the rest of the school and to the students and to the to the players, and then you make a you're you're basically playing with yourself, and then you think it's cute, and but it's not cute. I don't. Just don't get and even it. if this girl had never been sexually assaulted, we have to go back to Nassar. Michigan State does not need another sexual assault situation in the last four years. So even if this girl was never a victim, ever, yeah, which still looks awful. Yeah, it just does. I think, I think the biggest problem that we have with Michigan State is that they don't have good characters on that on that organization anymore or that school system. Now you get D'Antonio coming back, and now he's got to fix things and make the players and assistant coaches, and whoever is on that team as as coaches, they have to, even though they won this weekend against Richardson, or was it Richardson or? Richmond. The Richmond Spiders is who they played. Yeah. But this is what's the bad thing is. Once again, as bad as this sounds, and it looks so bad for Michigan State, and it is super bad. I'm not taking anything away. Mm-hmm. People that are fans of Michigan State, 
remember this is one person. This is not the whole university. And you still got to have some pride. This is, that, it makes me sick to even have to say this. But I, I don't know. I'm speechless. It's well, overall, respect your peers, respect yourself, respect uh, women, and women should respect men. Uh, keep things in your pants. There's always a time and place for any uh, physical intimacy, but clearly, if it's not meant to be, just knock it off. It's just, it just isn't worth it. I mean, we can go on and on, but it's, it doesn't make you macho. It doesn't make you sexy. So I think even, I want to ask your opinion, and you know me. Usually I defend Michigan State, but I, like I told you, I mean, I was completely unbiased in this situation. And if I do get televised on ABC tonight, you know, Channel 13, you'll see the way I reacted. But as the University of Michigan State, even if he is acquitted and not guilty, I almost feel like we have to buy him out. We have to buy him out. Well, let's put it this way. Am I wrong? Because he already admitted that he did do something wrong. Yeah. What's what? Well, what's crazy is is that they must have had. They must have been on FaceTime for them to actually, she actually know what he was doing, because I don't know how she would figure out what he's doing if he's not telling her what he's doing. So I don't know how he's gonna get acquitted. And I don't know how he's not going to get pressed charges. And if those charges are to stand by at the court case and he is found guilty, I don't think Michigan State has to pay him. They don't have to pay him. He will be fired and we won't have to pay him. But if he does, somehow a miracle happens and he is acquitted, he won't I think we do have to buy him out. Well, we have to not, give him like 40 or 50 million. Well, he's not going to stay. I don't, I don't think he'll be at Michigan State anymore. I think this is the nice way. Legally, going through. But we would steps. have to pay him if he's not guilty. Yeah, exactly. we'd have to pay him. Something. Yeah, you would. Not, I mean, right? Michigan, Michigan State, State would. University would have to pay him. Yeah. And buy him out. But I don't think that's going to. Happen. I think, I think the reason why they fired him and brought him back, and then have him uh, be uh, uh, leave an absence for this. They have to legally. Well, legally, so they couldn't fire him without going to the to the processions. Of the court system. I don't like that they covered this up for a full year. That's, That's my crazy. biggest issue. That's That's crazy. my biggest issue. And this happened it, a year ago. What I think what's, to me, I think what's amazing is that they probably try to buy her out and say throw her underneath the rug. And then, like, she would, she would never say nothing about it. And then he would be suspended for four or five games and be an undisclosed reason. And speculations and all this would have came out. And then eventually it would come out that he did something and it would have made it look a lot worse. And it's still bad because they waited from since July of 2022, 21. So it got covered up and then he admitted to it. Like there's. Well, I just. Now you're at a point that like even though he, when he admitted to it, he's in trouble no matter what. I just don't know how. I just. What's amazing to me is that I don't know how someone feels that comfortable at home where your wife is that away or in the other room or whatever and you uh, are talking to her and then you 
put out your Twinkie. That's crazy. People are crazy. So that's the negative news. Let's move on to something more positive so, a little bit here. Let's go to Dion. Dion Sanders. And, well, this is positive news for Colorado. Do I think Colorado struggled in the first half? I was watching that game. Yes. They didn't look the same team. Nebraska changed a lot of things up. They kept uh, Sadi Sanders, the quarterback, in the pocket. Made him rush. A lot of incomplete passes. And some penalties on Colorado. Uh, Colorado's downfall for them in the first half is really that they did not have... They don't have a great... Russian defense in Nebraska, which I'm surprised that they didn't stick to the running game Didn't stick to it because maybe they would have won but so these are Sanders threw for 31 for 42 393 yards two uh, two touchdowns and zero interceptions so saying that Colorado is looking pretty so Colorado is now 2-0. The last two seasons, they won three games. So this is the thing that we have to put into perspective here. Okay. Just like Peyton Manning said about the Detroit Lions this weekend, it's time to drink the Lions Kool-Aid. It is definitely time to drink primetime in the Colorado Buffs Kool-Aid. This team is the real deal. You are going to see them win eight, nine, or ten games in the very first season. Now, think about this. This team wasn't even on the map. No. And this is what I want to mention right now. Kurt Herbstreit, Lee Corso, Pat McAfee, and the Colorado Nation. Be ready. Friday night, Saturday morning, college game day. Coming to your town, baby. Against the CSU Rams. But you guys got college game day. And God knows who the hell would have thought that when you had three total wins all in the last two years. Buff Nation, I hope you're ready. Get this win. Do not overlook CSU. You got the Oregon Ducks on the map the week after and USC. Those are two tough games, but you got to get past CSU. All right. All right. So let's be let's be real. How much do you like Deion Sanders? Do you like? I, him? I paused for a second there. I love him. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, and it, you know I already have Troy Aikman's autograph. I already have Tony Dorsett. I already have Emmett. I don't know how I don't have Deion's, but it's going to be a hell of a lot easier with him being a college coach. Like I love primetime. I'm getting a Colorado jersey or something that has to do that says primetime before Game Four against the Ducks. I do like their shirts. Whatever Dion was wearing or whatever the team or whatever. The white the, one. The white jerseys. Those are cool. Those are probably as, almost as cool as the Oregon uniforms. Yeah, the know. Oregon Ducks are owned by Nike, so they have 150 fucking uniforms per year. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I <laughs> you say. can do whatever you want when you're owned by Nike. Yeah. Are you not owned by Nike, but when, they, when the head boss is, you know, he was a Ducks fan. Just like. Uh, Maryland, they got like 50 different uniforms under Under Armour because he's a diehard uh, fan. Under Armour's Maryland. Oh, really? Maryland, huh? So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Drink the Kool-Aid of Dion, baby. I truly believe it's going to be hard to win both games, the Ducks and USC, 
But I think they steal one. I they think, steal one. I think I'm going to have to get a Colorado hat. That's my next conquest. Colorado hat. Like, I'm not really into... Like, I really don't like Deion Sanders. But I really do like the way that he is... Are you ready to drink the Kool-Aid? Yeah. You going to tell me he's going to get nine wins, baby? Drink the Kool-Aid? I don't know about that. I think they'll hit a... I, I want to see what happens when they lose. You want to see what happens with the Ducks, and then you'll drink the Kool-Aid. Well, uh-huh, yeah. you'll drink the, if they beat the Ducks, I want to hear you say they get nine wins or more. Yeah. They beat the Ducks in Oregon, yeah. the former Auburn Bo Nicks. If they can beat somebody like that in Oregon, guaranteed nine wins. Yeah. I think we should you heard that. it here first. I'm calling nine or ten wins already, but you will have Andre come on here and say, yes, nine wins, and he'll say, I love primetime. Okay, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but he'll drink the cool. I love Colorado. That'll be okay. Not as much as Michigan. Wait, wait. Let's talk about Michigan for a second. Go back, yep. So Michigan, now Sean and I. Still can't cover the spread. All right, that's something that Sean and I will disagree and agree to a, to a sense. Now, if you look at, that, look at that Ohio State game, look at the score in the Ohio State game. Ohio State game didn't really cover the spread either. In Youngstown? No. They might have had a little bit of a pride there. It is their state. Right? Yeah, but still, come on. Think about this. I really think the Big Ten isn't built like the SEC, and they're not going to be that team that's just going to blow everyone away. That They never have. Michigan doesn't hardly ever cover the spread unless it's against Ohio State. They'll run the score up. Or at Michigan State. They'll run the score up. I'm yeah, they'll run. But everyone else, they don't want to be dickheads. Which I think one thing I don't understand is this. Explain to me this, Sean. Why do teams like Michigan pay UNLV to come to the Big Ten? It makes no sense to me. Why do they do that? Well, we all do it. Yeah, but I mean, why? Michigan, why would we pay Richardson? What's that? School? Richmond. Richmond. But see, explain to me. I want someone to explain to me, why do we... Do you know what's worse? When Alabama schedules Citadel, a D2 school. At least you're scheduling a Division One school. We're not scheduling these D2 schools like Alabama does after they've already finished half of the season against the SEC. And let's put a cupcake, Citadel, before we play our rival, Auburn. Like, that's a joke, dude. Yeah. See, I don't understand. There's no reason. And I'm sure they're going to... You, you, you offer a Citadel... Even five hundred thousand. You probably don't even have to put a mill up for those guys. A D two school getting five hundred k. They're gonna come and get raped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna I get just, annihilated. I just yeah. They probably do get at least a million though yeah. to go get play at them. Yeah. I think. All right. First of all, based on our conversation earlier with Michigan State, when we say Michigan State did win though. Yeah. So, but we. It's only Michigan. But we gotta stop using all those slang words because. We just had to talk about that. I'm sorry. So, so we like to apologize. I apologize for that. So what was the Michigan State score? It was like 38-14 or something like that. Yeah. They, they blew, the spread was only 14. Yeah, and I took the spread, so I'm kind of happy about that. Of course, I lost my other game in the parlay, so I wasn't happy with that. Yeah, Purdue screwed us over against Virginia Tech. Yeah. Metallica couldn't get them. Mr. Sandman didn't help. No, I mean, I was surprised. 
What happened? Yeah. I don't know. But you want to know what I love? What? I love it when those assholes, cheese heads, always lose, baby. I love it when the Badgers lose. You really don't like Wisconsin? You drinking the Wazoo Kool-Aid, baby? 2-0? Wazoo? You got to. I like it. I like it. Light they up. didn't just win that game. They won by like, they won by 11, I yeah. think, right? 32-21. Mm-hmm. And... That Wazoo quarterback, I mean, he's not putting up the numbers like Sanders that has 903 yards, six touchdowns, and one running touchdowns. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, can we say, can we put you on New York map? Can I, we? I think Has sa- he got a possible invitation to New York? Yeah, I think he's going to be a Heisman. Uh, At least top five? I think he's going to be invited to that. And... He's a sophomore, right? So this Wazoo quarterback has got 663 yards, five touchdowns. So he's not doing too bad either. But they're 2-0. Sure. I mean, is that team a team that you could be looking at? That's the Pac-12. That's a team that's going to be playing the Ducks in – Colorado and Washington. Look, Colorado moved up to eighteen, by the way. Yeah. Okay, we we'll go. Okay, we might go through the stats a little bit. So let's talk about the biggest upset of the week. Sean's favorite, second favorite team, Alabama, losing. I'm sorry. I, 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 okay. As a Michigan State Spartan, as a Michigan State Spartan, I would rather root. For the Ann Arbor Horse and the Michigan Wolverines, then that jackass Nick Saban. Yeah. I can't stand him. And <laughs> this is the. I explain f- why. Because he was at he Michigan State. He screwed over Michigan State. But anyway, Nick Saban, we all know he's never going to retire. He's going to die on the field. Um, but my point being, it's always good. So. Bama had a 24-game winning streak at, at Alabama. And Texas just came in there and destroyed them. They manhandled them. They owned them. Yeah. So let me run the stats for you. So the quarterback of Texas Ewers. is, is uh, you're right, Ewers. Quinn, Mr. Quinn Ewers, a young man, 24 for 38, 349 yards. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, his wide receivers, his rushing. Uh, Mr. Brooks ran for 14 carries, 87 yards. No, 57, I'm sorry, 57 yards, 4.1, and one touchdown. Now, it's not really phenomenal about that, but... It's phenomenal enough to be number four in the country in the polls, baby. They moved from number 11 all the way to number four going into Bama. So it says a lot. Yeah. So what is that? Then Alabama must have dropped. They dropped to 10. Oh. But Texas jumped USC, Ohio State, and Penn State. So, yeah. So as we're talking about this, Sean's favorite team is just pounding. Literally destroying the New York Giants, sixteen to nothing. Wow, that's it's the first quarter. Yeah, they're they're looking sharp. 
Dallas is looking sharp, and it's not because of Dak Prescott. It's because of the defense. Let's just keep that clear. And now if you do have if you do have Dak Prescott as a fantasy guy, he's been the legit. So I can't really say nothing else about him besides when it, big games are arriving. That's just a bummer. You know what I mean? But how crazy is this? Texas jumped all the way from eleven to four. From eleven to four. They jumped USC, OSU, Penn State, and Washington. P.S. Michigan State plays Washington this weekend. Who? Michigan? Home on Peacock. Michigan State. Because then I'm not home because I won't be able to watch it because I'm going to be at work. It's at 5 o'clock. You'll be able to watch it. Oh. You'll be at Pepino's. Yeah. Come see me. Ooh. Or I'm going to take a nap. you take a nap from 3 to 4.45 and then you'll come see me. Yeah, I do like Well, one thing about Pepino's is that Pepino's has so many TVs that you can watch multiple football games. So I give Pepino's a, a good rap. So, let's go. Are we on pro football? Yeah, we got at least Georgia won, of course, 45 to 3 over Ball State. I don't even know why they're playing Ball State. Because they like to play the balls. Yeah, I guess so. Florida State, 66 13 over Southern Mississippi. USC wins 56-10 over Stanford. Ooh, Stanford got killed. I don't know what. I don't know where is Stanford going to go next year. They already took them in the ACC. They did. Remember we talked about that. No, I didn't know that. Penn State 63-7 over Delaware. Uh, Washington 43-10. And if anybody doesn't know it, I mean Delaware got the butt, their butts kicked. But here's a history fact. Who played for that Delaware? Who played for them? That won a Super Bowl. Time's up. Who? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. The guy that that keeps getting screwed by the the Ravens. And now he's He still thinks he has some. Some spark left if anybody wants to give him a chance. Where is he playing? He's not playing anywhere. Mm. Well, he's got to be better than Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand why they get. I don't know why. What did Dallas? He, I don't know why Dallas picked him up. We only gave, we only gave up a fourth rounder. Still, why? Why would you even pick him up? Maybe uh, you can show Duck. Maybe uh, Duck Prescott can show him how. Still got Cooper Rush. Better than both those guys. <laughs> it's a bullshit. <laughs> yes. I swear. If it wasn't raining, the game would be a lot closer. But Barkley needs to hold on to football. New York Giants we're talking about. Uh, Oregon beats Texas Tech 38-30. to That was a close game. LSU beats Grambling. That's why it makes it intriguing that they can barely beat Texas Tech. Colorado can beat Oregon. You're right. But Oregon does that stupid shit, and they're still going over those two-point conversions. Yeah, why do they do that? They were up seven. It was 7-7 seven, seven, or 7-6, seven, and they went for a two-point conversion. Why did they do that? It all goes back to Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Where's Chip Kelly? Man, announcing. He is? 
Oh, no, I lied. He's at UCLA. Yeah. UCLA. Well, welcome to the Big Ten, that Chip. I don't know what... You know what's weird about Chip Kelly and Brian Kelly? They look like they could be cousins, and they have the same type of offense, and they act the same. If you watch like fools? Them, yeah, like if you watch them in memorisms, when they... How they coach or how they uh, have conversations or whatever, they're basically identical. One's just heavier than the other one. But I would rather, <clears throat> don't you think you'd have the LSU Kelly? I mean, he, he's proven himself more than Chip has. Well, yeah, but Chip tried the NFL and it didn't work for him because no one would listen to him. Yeah, but still as a college professional coach. Yeah, I mean. Brian Kelly is a better coach. Yeah, Brian Kelly is a better coach. Yeah. All right. So we went through some. Oh, Sean wanted me to mention the Utes beat Baylor and barely though. Barely. Well, Baylor can't be that bad, right? No, it's a fucking UTEP. I don't know. I do. No, know. no, 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 no. They lost to Texas State. Okay. Yeah, but you know, start bad season. But huh. Texas State last year. Yeah. Mark my words. The kid, the wide receiver, I don't think he got drafted this year. I think he's a senior. He's amazing. And in NCAA 2022, no, 2022, he was on the cover. He outbeat Alabama. He outbeat USC. He was from Pueblo, Colorado, Texas State. Nice. To have a Texas State player from CSU, from Pueblo, Colorado, make it over all these big, Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC, that's a big accomplishment. Is, so a shout-out. There you go. Sean's second favorite state is Colorado. He loves it there. I do love Colorado. We do need to go there. We do need. I think we should. Road so, trip. Road trip. One more, game, f- one more game. Notre Dame beats NC State. I'm so happy for the Notre Dame's coach. Who took over Kelly. Marcus Freeman. He's he's a good coach. I'm more impressed with the fact that last year he can't, you know, the team was a little struggling. This year they seem to be right on the ball. Yeah, because they stole Hartman from Wake Forest. Hartman oh. played with freaking Kenneth Walker. Oh, yeah. Huh. So, but still, I'm happy for that coach. I'm happy for Notre Dame. Uh I would like to ask Notre Dame to can I add, join the Big Ten and so we can get rid of Rutgers and Roy Allen. So, before we go to the NFL, yeah. worst of two evils. Oh, what's that? September 23rd. Ooh. As a Michigan Wolverine fan and most of Wolverine Nation, do you, beat, do you root for Notre Dame Irish or do you root for the Ohio State? Oh, I Notre Dame all the way. Okay. I just don't like Ohio State. Okay. Notre Dame. Well, you don't know, like either one, but you got to go with Notre Dame. No, and I have Notre Dame a hat, but I've always kind of liked Notre Dame because they always kept Michigan and Notre Dame as a kind of a symbol. Those of tickets the past. are going for like a thousand apiece in the nosebleeds. Yeah. So I do like Notre Dame. I just I've always liked Notre Dame. He likes to dance around like a little leprechaun. But it. Hello, hello, what did did it? Hey, what did the box say, Sean? Ding, 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 ding. Where's my gold? Oh my lord! What else? Nice. <laughs> uh, anything else? And in the news of the NFL, blah, 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 blah. let's go to the NFL. So, 
As we already talked about, Detroit. There wasn't a lot of intriguing 1 o'clock games today. No, I mean, I'm a bit surprised. All right, let's all, let's go out here. Mm. Oh, no, don't do that. So we'll go, well, first of all, we'll talk about the Detroit Lions went on Thursday yeah, over the Kansas City Chiefs. But Trico, the announcer for the game, put a hashtag or asterisk that it was because we beat KC because Kelsey wasn't playing. And he made a big deal out of it and didn't treat us like a, another good team. Do you agree with that? You do? Maybe. You do, the way he had that the way that he said it, he made it sound like we didn't Detroit Lions don't deserve to be credited for winning against the Kansas City Chiefs. She wins a win though. Well yeah, but you should really watch him because he always kept saying like No, Kelsey didn't win play. So So this isn't really a real game, but it is a game. I mean Kelsey didn't want to Everybody play. gets hurt. Next man up. Kelsey. If stupid Tony doesn't drop the ball, or T-O-N-E-Y doesn't drop the ball 17 times, we're not having this conversation and Kansas City wins. You know what I mean? That that guy dropped the ball 17 times wide open. Yeah, yeah. But, so don't use this Kelsey as an aspect. So Kelsey. A win's a win. If you don't have the balls to play football every week, like most people, not most people, but he most players, are we... Are we my? Well, he did what? Hyperstanded his. Oh, that's a bad injury. Yeah, it is. So, so can we talk about the most embarrassing loss today? Yeah. That was supposed to be a good game. Yeah. The Bengals versus the Browns. Joe Burrow, 14 of 31, 82 yards. They got beat by the. They got beat by the Cleveland Browns, and we all know this is another touchy subject. You got Deshaun Watson playing his first full season as. You know, he liked to do a little tuck and pull um, allegations. Um, well, actually, it was actually true. He was 16 and 29, 154 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But he was not the highlight. The highlight was Nick Chubb. Yep. 18 carries, 106 yards. That's almost six yards per carry. Yeah. Hope you had him on your fantasy team. That's good stats. Yeah, Nick Chubb is the man. I like he didn't Nick have any touchdowns, so that doesn't help. I tried to get him on my fantasy football team, but he was taken already. And that was the 10th pick, so there was no way I'm going to get him. But for the Bengals not to even keep that game close and lose 24-3? to Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, FanDuel had it plus 3.5. Cincinnati. Cleveland. Cleveland was Cleveland. plus. Yeah, Cleveland was plus 3.5. So. so the money line must have been like plus 170 for Cleveland. Yeah. So that was a blowout. Uh, we can talk about... Bryce Young sucking. He threw an interception. They got beat by Atlanta. But this one I want to touch on because we got to bring back hook them horns, baby. Hook them horns. Uh, Beyond Robinson had a so-so-so day. He's a former Longhorn. He only had the ball, touched the ball 10 times, but 56 yards. That's 5.6 yards per carry. Yeah. And they got the win. Hey, when's a win? So And that's a shitty division. Like the Falcons, that's anybody's division. Yeah, Falcon, yeah. Falcons might come out of that. Very good. 
So this is the only division, I think, right now that has only one team with a loss, and it's the Carolina Panthers. Falcons won. Derek Carr, new team. Led them back to the victory of 16-15. Yeah. And the biggest surprise of the day, he's been with four, five teams. Baker. Yeah, he just sucks. Baker, go, but does he? Baker went into Minnesota and got a win. Yeah, but that's because Cousins is not that good. Cook, I, I want to tell you something. When I was watching that game, Cook Cousins had a lane to run. And this is something that Matthew Stafford did in Detroit. When there's a lane and there's no one open, you take those five to seven yards and then you slide so you don't get hurt. Cook Cousins did not do that. He is not, he's just not going to be that. I, know, I don't know. I, I just, just wonder how much longer. He threw for 344 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Yeah, but the Buccaneers are not that good. They're not. How does, this is, one of, this is why it makes me sick. How does Tampa Bay win this game with these stats from Baker Mayfield? 21 of 34, 173 yards. He doesn't even throw for 200 yards. And then here's another kicker that's insane. How does Minnesota lose when your number one receiver receives a ball nine times for 150 yards, Justin Jefferson, and you still lose the game when he puts up 150 yards? Because you only got one guy to go to. And they try to go to Hawkinson, but Hawkinson doesn't have that same special that he had in Detroit. You just can't buy that talent, or you can't just buy uh, chemistry. That's something that most people don't understand. When you got chemistry with certain players, certain teammates, it's there. So, I guess here's my question. Yeah. What's a bigger surprise today? Baker Mayfield, remember he's been on like, he's been on four teams in the last year and a half. Them going into Minnesota and winning. Or... Our former Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford, going into Seattle, which is always one of the hardest places to play with that sound effect in the RPM of being over 150 RPMs. You know, this is a booming place. They call it the 12th man for a reason. What is what is bigger? The Rams nailing 30-13 to 13 or Baker Mayfield? I'm tossed up. I'm tossed up. Matthew Stafford, you know why? Because you said it. He had rookie wide receivers. New guys coming in town, non-experienced players. Maybe the only experienced players they had is the offensive line and the running back. But the wide receivers on that team, they don't have Cooper Cup. They don't have all the primetime players like they're used to. So I'm going to give it to Matthew Stafford. And I'm going to say that because maybe I'm a Detroit guy. So I'm always going to stick with Matthew Stafford. So here's the toughest thing. Matthew Stafford had some really good stats. He had 24 of 38, 334 yards. Ironically, the funny thing is, yeah, those are great stats. But if you have him as a fantasy, he had no touchdowns, which kind of sucks. So they got within the end zone real close, and then they hand the ball off to Keenan Williams and Cam Akers, and there was where your three touchdowns came in. But these rookies or whatever year they are, 
Tudor Atwell, six receptions, 119 yards. That's 19.8. This other kid, Puka, P-U-K-A, Narka, 10 receptions, 119 yards. That's two receivers equals 238 yards. I mean, I think Matthew Stafford's got some two, two good guys now. I mean, he didn't even hit Tyler Higby that much. That's a tight end. And Van Jefferson only touched the ball 24 yards. I mean, these rookies can't be that bad. Communication's got to be pretty good. Yeah, but you got an experienced quarterback. You know how to communicate with players. So, I think the one thing about Matthew Stafford is that he's good with his receivers. Him and the receivers, even from Detroit, Kelvin Johnson, and 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 some other guys that were in Detroit, he has good feed or good communications with those guys. So yeah. after a game like this, and Matthew Stafford just annihilating um, Seattle in Seattle, I'm not even going to say this game this week is a toss-up game. The Lions win it outright. They might even blow them out. Yeah, well... It's a home game. It is. But Geno Smith. He's overpaid. He should have never got that contract. Yeah, I mean, you have one good year and you fluke it out, and then teams remember you for what you really were, and then they're going to attack you for what you can't do. So, I, I don't The only know. thing that's hard about this is they still do have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, which are better receivers than what the Lions have. I'm not being an ass. They are better receivers. Yeah. And... What is Kenneth Walker going to do? I don't know. But look, I think Detroit wins. Well, let's hope so because Detroit needs everyone that can possibly get in their hands and touch. They're going to be 5-1 and one or 6-0 and oh going into the Baltimore game. Yeah. Uh, any other NFL games we got? Packers annihilate the Bears. Well, that's just – how do you – think about this. The Jordan Bears Love, the era of no more Rodgers. I mean – I gotta give I I gotta give this kid kid credit. I do. Yeah. Jordan Love goes into Chicago, actually unfavored. The Bears and Justin Fields holds Justin Fields. His numbers were one touchdown, one interception, twenty four of thirty seven, two hundred sixty yards. He only ran for fifty nine yards rushing, so the defense was good. Um, Jordan Love, not the best passing, fifteen of twenty seven, but. 245 yards, but he had three touchdowns. And the running game for Green Bay was probably pretty good. Consistent. It was consistent. So it was a group thing for running backs. And they did it without Watson. They did it without their star receivers. They went into Chicago without two receivers and won the game. Well, Bears defense. What can you do about the Bears defense? How do you lose? Like, if you're a Bears fan, and you have Aaron Rodgers leave, you must think, great, now we're going to at least have one game that we can win, or at least two. But now you don't even have that no more. You lost at home. You didn't just lose by a field goal or a squeaker. You got beat by two and a half touchdowns. Um, Quick rundown. Ravens blow out the Texas 25-9. But unfortunately. Dobbs. That's. He's injured with ACL. He's done. They already had their tight end questionable this week. Alexander. 49ers blitz the Steelers. So all the mild hype of Prudy not being able to work his magic, da 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 
220 yards, two touchdowns. But the most important about this game, before I speak of one person, not Debo, this Brandon Ajuke kid, eight receptions, 129 yards. I don't even know if anybody had him for fantasy. Well, hopefully I lose so I can pick him up. <laughs> but the number one yeah. that probably leads all fantasy points, 152 yards, Christian McCaffrey and one touchdown. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of fantasy points right there. I'm going to say this, though. I think he's injured prone. He'll get hurt. Do I feel like he'll come back? Maybe. Depends how bad he gets hurt. So. I want to give a shout-out to my former state. Congratulations, Denver Donkeys, for still sucking with a new coach, Sean Payton. <laughs> and let's, first of all, why are we kicking an onside kick on the first play? <laughs> I know it's an ultimate surprise, but you have your wide receiver or whatever touch the ball before it even does a bounce, and the Las Vegas Raiders go down and score. So welcome to an 0-1 season. And a downfall of nothing but disaster. So, Champagne has got a lot of work to do. The, be the best game of the day. Yes. Dolphins versus the Chargers. Yeah, it was a great game. 36-34. Yeah. Tyreek Hill gets the winning touchdown. They missed the field goal. Give the Chargers a chance to move down the field. Uh, a couple of sacks. So I knew Tyreek Hill had a good game, but I'm just looking at this right now. 11 receptions. So I just talked about how McCaffrey had was MVP. Yeah. Right, of running. Yeah. Tyreek Hill blew him out of the water. 11 receptions. Not 100 yards. Not 150 yards. Not 175 yards, 215 yards in one game and two touchdowns and the winning touchdown. He is legit. And why did Kansas City get rid of him? I don't know. They didn't want to pay him? Do they really think, does Kansas City and all these other teams really think that you don't need an A-plus wide receiver to be on your team. So Tyreek Hill, if you had him on your fantasy, what is that, like 40 points almost? Probably. That's like 40 points. Yeah. You you almost, the rest, the rest of your team, if you have a good defense and a mediocre quarterback, you're winning. Yeah. 40 points puts you in a massive lead. Yeah. And hopefully that your rest of your team can, keeps you afloat. Because if you don't, that's, you're going to be screwed. So other than Tyreek Hill having a massive game, Tulu had 466 yards passing. Yeah. So obviously he's not concussed. He's not concussed. He says it is all okay, mate. All right. We're going almost to an hour. I have no idea if we are finishing that. Uh, I think we should wrap it up. So, the only other thing that I would like to mention, I mean, yes, go. This this game is boring, by the way. I, I'm glad I'm going to be able to just switch the station and say the Cowboys won and watch me be on the news maybe later. But today is September 10th. We got 
tomorrow, and it's a 22, 22nd reunion. I do want to give a shout out to what's well, an anniversary now. The anniversary, sorry, oh, an anniversary of nine eleven. To any of the people that had lost family members or whatever, I want to throw a shout out to any police officers, any firefighters, any ambulances that are still in the service right now. We do appreciate you. Sometimes you're very underappreciated, but especially the cops, especially cops. And but you know, firefighters of anyone in the families that had anybody at losses. I really hope that there's a great tribute tomorrow night between the Jets and the Bills. It's kind of ironic that it's both New York teams. We'll see how Aaron Rodgers does it this night. It is actually in, well, it's not in New York because they play in New Jersey because the Giants Stadium, Meadowsland is in New Jersey. It's not even in New York. But the point, the point is that just be considerate tomorrow and – it is a unique date. Respect your peers. Respect your authorities. Respect the cops. Respect the firefighters, the EMS people. Because they're risking their lives every day. Yeah, EMS people, traffic, the whole bit when the lights come on and they're running around. Pull over to the right-hand side of the road. Let them pass, and then you can go move on to your own destination. And this is one of the biggest probably tragedies we've ever had other than, you know, obviously the Civil War. I mean, this is... And Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, yeah, too. So, top three. Yeah. So, saying that, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, uh, Buscrow, for distributing my podcast. Thank you, Apple. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, all these other platforms who who are hearing about and making news. And the Dallas Cowboys score again. Leave it at that. Peace. Thank you, Sean. Always great to be here. Yep. Everybody have a great week. Yeah, peace, love. I'm out.